guys like Baker and Hudson have so much potential that, I mean, up until recent, like, first few games of the season, wasn't really used a lot, but lately it has. Welcome, everybody, to the seventh episode of the Night Sportsnet podcast. As always, it's your boy G, alongside me, Hunter, Etienne, Bach. <laughs> Everybody makes a joke about that now. <laughs> Seriously? Every time I see it, they always mock it because of the way you say it. <laughs> I did it one time. Yeah, but apparently the clip's gone viral and everybody calls me like Hunter Auntie Anne's or something like that because <laughs> of the way you said it. So I appreciate it. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. <laughs> oh, man. Well, honestly, the season winding down, not as many. There's not as many as topics to talk talk about. We've talked about a lot for the past three months. Um, we're five and five. If we win one more ball game, or sorry, if we win, if if we win one more game, then we get to go to a ball game. But it's probably gonna be like some. Small little ball game that nobody cares about. Yeah. What was that? We went to one in, I think the last, the last ball game we won was 2021. It was the Gasparilla Bowl against UF. We didn't even get a trophy. And last year. Last year was. That last year. Forces against Duke, I think. Yes. uh, Wherever Navy is. I forget what that. Where, where they are, but it's up north, east, yeah. Maryland, I think. I think, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 Navy is in Maryland, yeah. I know because I've got a friend who's in the Navy, so, yeah. Anyways, we got some stuff to talk about today, though. Anyhow, I mean, first thing we could talk about, I guess, is the fact that UCF absolutely smoked OSU, which was out of the blue. It was the cowboy. Uh oh. I was going to say great word choice because they wear the blue uniforms. You said out of the blue. Oh, I did say out of the blue, yeah. We look like NC State, not NC State, UNC. Yeah. Yeah, but we smoked them. It was the battle between uh, Woody and Buzz. And of course, Buzz Lightyear won. But out of nowhere, we beat 15 ranked OSU. My question to you is OSU overrated? Um, no, I don't think that they're overrated. I think that, um, you know, based off of the ones that they do have, they beat an Oklahoma team that was once ranked inside the top 10 for a couple of weeks after beating Texas. And so you have to play that into a factor. They also have a, I mean, the, the Heisman race this year is so oh, wide open that, even their running back was, or is, yeah, I don't know, after last game, but in contention for that as well. And so I don't think that they're, they were overrated. I think it was just, um, you know, that they didn't play to their standards. Like, I mean, we've talked about before about how the Big 12 is, is uh, this year they're not as, as big, but... Um, <laughs> It's ironic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, they, this team that they played against did not play to the centers that everybody thought they would be playing up to. Like, 
like I said, their their running back is in Heisman contention, and he's rushed for I I don't remember it's like twelve hundred yards, I think. Yeah, for, for like the season, a yeah, whole lot for more. the season. And I mean, the chances that UCF has had this year to close out games and to finish and to keep their foot on the gas and not let up, it'd be a whole different season. Honestly, like you take back those losses and and have them as wins, then you could be seeing UCF as like one of the top power five schools just just based off a of record alone. And with you know being beating the number fifteen uh, team in the country definitely looks good on your resume. And like I said, you this is the team that beat Oklahoma, and they have. Uh, gotten real close to beating some other top teams. So I don't think they're overrated. I think UCF just had the better game, the better day, better all around. They clearly wanted it more. Um, I don't know much about Oklahoma weather. I just know it's practically pretty dry. And so I definitely think that rain played a factor into it. Um, You know, UCF being in Florida, like, you know, all the Florida viewers, like we, you know that it's just there's a lot of rain. We've been having rain for the past three, four days. It's honestly it's cloudy right now. It's exhausting. But you know, UCF is used to playing in a climate where you know you never know on game day whether it's gonna be hot or that's gonna be rainy, overcast. Who knows? Like Florida weather is that crazy, and so UCF was prepared and I think that they had a lot more heart a lot more grit a lot more um riding on this game I mean everybody can also say that because it's a space game they were going to win because they're undefeated in their space uniform but I don't think that's the case I think they just wanted it more and they were more prepared than Oklahoma was Oklahoma State maybe maybe it was that the space game maybe energized UCF more, but I don't think it was because it was just the space game. I mean, Yeah, no, definitely not. I mean, I don't know. But, like, what's weird about it is how OSU put up a great performance against Oklahoma. And, actually, we put up a great performance against Oklahoma, but I don't know. Like, That's what I said. If you just close up for the games, then we would beat Oklahoma, too. Yeah, no, you're right. You're absolutely right, but I think, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It's weird. Because, like, one word that came to mind in preparing for this episode was consistency, honestly. But, I mean, you could argue that college football is, I don't know, probably one of the least consistent sports out there. And that's why it's so great, because... Like, over the course of the whole year, you have teams that are put into, like, the top four college football playoff, and all of a sudden they lose one game, and it shifts the whole thing. Yeah. Like, right now, there's, like, um, I can't remember off the top of my head. But majority of the top ten is undefeated. And so, you know, you one loss, and you lose your contention. But if everybody loses, then who knows? Like Exactly. That's why people say college football is better than the NFL. There's... More things that are unexpected, and there's a lot more excitement. A lot more goes into college football than the NFL, and rightfully so. I mean, you never know. Like it, who who would have thought that UCF would beat a top fifteen team 
45. 45-3. 45-3. Yeah. I mean, I thought that Oklahoma State would put up a fight. You know, I never, I didn't put in a prediction. But I think, I mean, it came out of nowhere though. Again, like yeah, I, and I first, think it, like the first play of the game, that's what you know I saw, and I was like, okay, UCF's ready to play. Right. Yeah. Deep ball down the field, and they, I mean, they executed. Yeah, we did. I just think, I mean, but again though, like I think maybe since it was the space game, it kind of juiced us up. Like you know, this is arguably one of the most unique college football games for the entire year. But, like, the way that we played, you know, in my mind, I'm like, where where has this been, like, all season? Like, and that's why it's tough it's to pre- be a UCF fan. It's, 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 yeah, but it's pretty wild. Like, we were able to, I mean, I think, I don't know what his exact stats were, um, Ollie Gordon. But, like like you said, he's in, he, well, he was in the Heisman running, probably not now. But we couldn't, like, he couldn't go anywhere against us. Absolutely no. He fumbled too. Yeah. Strip fumble. Yeah, and and I think and I got a stat here. Before the space game, he averaged 186 yards a game against all Big 12 teams. I told you running is a big factor in the Big 12. Right. Yeah. But I don't know, man. We just that kind of energy though is is the kind of energy, like in that case, in my mind, I'm like the every game stayed the entire game, even through the rain. That's not what I saw. Oh, you saw people? No, I saw saw half the student section gone. I wasn't there. I saw, I saw, I wasn't there either, but I saw half the student section gone. But every, honestly though, my point is is that every game needs to be a space game. Honestly. Like. Go back to space universe. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, real proud of the boys though. I mean, we get a bowl win. Great. We don't, whatever. It's our first year in the Big 12. One of my big concerns is John Rice Plumley leaving. I mean, he's a fifth-year senior. I think he's a redshirt senior. So he's most likely not going to be playing for us anymore. So I guess that can go into our next topic, one that you're probably well-versed in, uh, quarterbacks, transfer quarterbacks. Currently, we got Timmy McClain and Dylan Risk. Risk? Rizik, risk, something like that. Um, I don't have confidence really in McLean. If I'm just being honest, uh, I don't really. I don't know. We gave him a shot, and maybe he could use. I don't know. Maybe it's that he made a big jump from going from USF to UCF, oh, and he probably. Well, I mean, <laughs> now nah, you're right. <laughs> You're right, but um, I don't know. I mean, maybe he needs to get soaked into it more, but at the same time, like, I don't think he's really has the confidence to step into that leadership role and deliver. Uh, and then risk, as you said, he's unexperienced, right? So I think we need to start looking at some key transfer quarterbacks, and we need to take advantage of the transfer portal, in my opinion. Because I think, and to be honest with you, like, JRP's had some pretty decent games recently. I mean, even the game against West Virginia, he threw t- three touchdowns. But it was also kind of weird because he threw three picks. But, like, if he didn't throw those three picks, like, that's an amazing game right there. Mm-hmm. So I think a big part of it, and then you think about the game against Oklahoma, 
you think about the game against, I mean, even the space game, like he threw for over 250 passing yards, I think. Like, quarterback's big. Starts there. See who would be out there. We got a lot of options. Yeah. There's a lot of guys who have had opportunities at bigger name schools that were like top recruits that I'm currently looking at. That would be some viable options to go to. I don't want to go deep down to like top 50. Um, let's see. At Georgia guy, Gunnar Stockton, he's uh, third string. Yeah, third string. He'd be a good viable option. Hmm. He was ranked uh, nine in the class of 2022. Okay. Four-star. Uh, Florida State's A.J. Duffy. He was a four-star coming out of high school. Hasn't gotten any playing time, but that's because of Jordan Travis. So, I mean... I'm not sure. Is Jordan Travis a senior? I'm not sure. Yeah. I can't. I, I don't want to make any promises. <laughs> I don't care. Um, yeah, there's some interesting options, but I think it'd be good to have someone who's been like. Now here's the thing, though. Do you want someone that um, their play style is like JRP, where they would dual threat, or would you like more pocket presence so you could? Throw more to the receivers and De- do check downs. Definitely pocket, um, definitely pocket passer, without a doubt. You want to do the switch up because lately it was like Dylan Gabriel could run, JRP who can run, Mackenzie Milton well, can run. Because we talked, JRP, we talked about how like the game is evolving to the point where everybody's running, right? Yeah. Like, there's not many pocket passers, but if you think about it, if you want to establish more of like you know, your receivers and get them open and do check downs, you I think. might want a pocket passer, but if you go with a dual threat, you have different weapons that teams have to scheme against. So, I think the which re- one would you want? I think the main reason why I said pocket passer first was because, like, I've seen, like, I've seen in the past with how JRP has... And I've said this before, how we got to get our wide receivers more involved in the game because guys like Baker and Hudson have so much potential that, I mean, up until recent, like, first few games of the season wasn't really used a lot. But lately it has. Lately it really has. They've gotten involved a lot more. I've said it before about how they, they, like, we've talked about getting receivers because they're good. They just need the opportunities. You can't do anything. You don't have the opportunity. I'm just saying if we – if if we get a dual, dual threat quarterback, like, I want him to be an actual, like, dual threat quarterback. Because, like, I don't want us to have a quarterback who, similar to what JRP was like last year, where all he would do is run. Like, if you're a dual threat quarterback, like, I expect you to do both. And we ha- and UCF has a good history with having dual threat quarterbacks in recent years. Yeah. Um, I'm just saying, like, if, if, if we really want to dominate in the Big 12 and then be like a team like Texas and Oklahoma who are not going to be in the Big 12 next year. But if we want that, you know, from a quarterback standpoint, we got to have someone that's versatile. 
And so I do, yes, I, I absolutely want, like, um, I want someone who can scramble. I want someone who can move if they have to. Um, more importantly, I, I just, my biggest thing is I don't want to overlook our receivers. So if we could find that fine balance, that'd be great. It'd be amazing, but we'll see. But at the same time, though, like you think about all that and, and you think about RJ Harvey and how dominant he's been, and you're like, well, I mean, like he's really the X factor if you think about it. Like ninth in the league that's in Russia. That's the thing, though, is that you can't rely on just your running back. Like you need that leader at the quarterback position to, right. to do so. And so, yeah, we're just having to have had a great game against Oklahoma State, rush for over 200 yards. Yeah. He's, Two hundred six, I think. Yeah, two hundred six. Three, oh, t- wow. three touchdowns. Yeah. Big brain. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, you want your quarterback to be. You want the other team to be like, okay, what's like, what's he gonna do? Like, he's the leader. He can have different things to do. And so you know, quarterback's the main question. Who's gonna be the quarterback next year? And they need to establish a good relationship with the offensive coordinator. Good relationship with Gus Malzahn because play calling is going to be huge too. And but again, though, it seems like I mean, I know West Virginia wasn't to hit on play calling real quick. Like, I mean, West Virginia was a rough game in of itself, but the play calling has got appreciate the the that. play calling has gotten better since the beginning of the season some of the players at the beginning of the season I was like man what are we doing or that one play against um uh the last play of the game against Oklahoma I don't know if you remember against Oklahoma yeah yep yeah that one that one was I mean it was a good play call it's just he rolled to the wrong side mm-hmm. so let's see so I'm looking at this now uh, Dylan Rizik was a three-star uh, really? coming out of high school. That's it? Uh, ranked 77th at his position. Um, he's from Fort Lauderdale. Is he a walk-on or did he get recruited? Mm-hmm. He's recruited. He went to Cardinal Gaming from Fort Lauderdale. And I think, because I'm looking at the all-time recruits, and um, we haven't really had anybody um, that really made a difference. Dylan Gaber was a three-star. Really? Um, yeah. And he was ranked 20th. Now, what we wow. do have is 2024, we have Riley Trujillo uh, coming up Bartram Trail in Jacksonville. I've heard of that guy. 6'3", 215, three-star. He's ranked 47th. Yeah, offers from 27 different schools. Um, Appalachian State, Arkansas, Duke, Georgia Tech, Kansas, Memphis. Some lower-tier D1 schools. And then for 2025 is EJ Colson. At our Cedar Grove, um, Georgia, class of 2025, 5'11", 192, um, ranked 47th at his position. I want to see if they're, let's see, 
six, it tells you what kind of quarterback they are. So, let's see. So, it looks like EJ Colson, uh, really athletic. Um, so, that seems like he's going to be more of the dual threat kind. He also plays basketball. Oh, how tall is he? Uh, 5'11". Oh. So like, but my height, which well, is not super tall. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Okay, so Riley has more of a scouting report on a touch passer with a favorable frame that can have plenty of value as a runner. Hmm. Um. He won an offensive MVP at National Combine, 2023. Hmm. Throws deep shots. Also plays basketball. Hmm. Not terrible, but I would like to see if UCF could do something with transfers. That is something I want to look forward to. Hmm. But we won't know who's going to be in the transfer portal until after this season, so we can't really have a in-depth on that. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be important, though. Mm -hmm. um, I doubt. But... When basketball season comes around, just saying it right now, don't expect a lot from UCF when it comes to playing Big 12. I mean, cool. I'm going, I'm going to try my best to go to the games, you know, support UCF, but, like, to... As a as a as a basketball fan, like wanting to see like Kansas play, like the uh, historically good program. Oh, really? I wonder if they're coming. And six, huh? I don't know if they're coming us or not. Oh, I think, they're coming to us. Well, Texas. I, I looked. Texas is not. I don't think, but Kansas is. They still play Texas. Mm -hmm. Playing against if if you Horton, which I'm kind of mad that he left, but it's fine. Really, you got some things to get off your chest. But he was good. <laughs> he was really good. Yeah, but Texas is also more exposure, more NIL, more opportunity. That's true. I mean, I don't know about more opportunity. Everybody but, left our UCF team. There's like two starters that we still have. Everybody. Every, either, either they went to the NBA or... BYU <laughs> comes here. Solid. Are they good for basketball? Solid. Okay. Oh, they play Houston. So wait. Please tell me Houston comes here. Is, I will lose my money. So wait. Big 12 is not the best conference for basketball? Because Johnny Dawkins said that at Spirit Splash. Oh, no, I'm not. Did I say they were? What did I say? You said, oh, of course it's going to say that because it's, you know, they're going to the Big 12. Oh, well, yeah. But, I mean, I meant, I meant that in a way that to get students hyped for UCF to like, try to win games. But, mm. like, they play against Houston. They're ranked six in the country. So the so big okay Texas big, Tech big, is good at basketball. Isn't Kansas number one? Mm -hmm. So yeah, so this is the best. This is the best basketball conference easily. They play Oklahoma State. Jeez. I think. This, I don't know, man. Baylor comes here. Oh man. See, the concern is though is is we're going into the Big Twelve for basketball, but we didn't really. I th I don't know. I think we were floating around like third or fourth place in in our in the American last year. We had a super close game against Memphis that went to like double overtime. That was Memphis, though. This year. 
And we lost a lot of players. Oh, yeah. But. One and one. They lost to Miami. Nah. Miami's ranked 13. They beat, so we beat FIU and we yeah. lost to Miami. Yeah. Dang. Next game is tomorrow against Fullerton. Oh, it's Jacksonville Classic. Maybe, yeah, they won't be here. That's that Stetson. Lipscomb, Jacksonville. Lipscomb was on the same as um, Ole Miss. Ole Miss, yeah. SEC. That's an SEC basketball team? Mm-hmm. They have the old uh, Texas coach. That's fine. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Shouldn't have been. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited, though. I think we got I am. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for to see the other teams go on. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, podcast. <laughs> I'm excited to see the other teams. I know. That's fair. That's fair. Because yeah. UCF has been playing the American Conference. They've been playing, like, I mean, USF, they're, they're in-state rivals. But, I mean, no one really excited. Yeah. yeah, the American. No. I mean... And UConn left, and they won the national championship, but they left. They're not the American anymore. UConn's good for basketball. They're trash at football. Oh, yeah. They've always been trash at football, UConn. We were playing against them way back in the day. Hmm. Anyways, do we got any more thoughts on this video? Um, Defense stepped up. That's great. Good job on the defense. Your boy had three turnovers. Oh, yeah. Demar Anderson. Play with them back in the day. Yes, sir. He went to uh, Seminole High School. Mm-hmm. He yeah. played at Sanford Middle School. For real? I'm from, I mean, not. I don't want to say I'm from, but I lived in that area for a while. Oh, okay. But yeah, I, you know, it's always, it's always fun to see guys you grew up with and played against and see them succeed in different sports. Like my one guy that I played with in basketball, uh, Bryson Spaud. Just got or went to Ohio State, got drafted by the Utah Jazz. Like he was living out my dream, going out and playing college basketball and playing in the NBA. That's cool. And so it's always fun to see just seeing guys that you supported and played with. It's like you know, it's it's, it's good to see. So very proud of of Damari Henderson uh, for getting three turnovers. Uh, very impressive. Not a lot of be, not a lot not a lot of people in general get more than one. Um, turnover in the game, so that's very impressive. Yeah. Then, also, shout out to him because uh, uh-oh. Coach Giovanni <laughs> yes, won the state championship. We did, we did. Thank you, thank you very much. We had to give the recognition. We got the. You are a state championship coach. I'm going to get my ring finger signs pretty soon. But thank you for the shout out. Thank you so much. I do. I do. <laughs> Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, oh man, this is this is okay. This is something I've been thinking about for a minute now. All right, should I? All right, as you all know. Oh, it's like where are you going with this? Okay, like Hunter just I, said, I was helping coach football on the Masters for the Masters Academy. Now. What's really cool about this is, now this is kind of similar to what he was just saying with like the people he's growing up with. Um, the coaches, a lot of the coaches actually that um, our athletic director hired are former NFL players, former college football players. So we have 
we have a guy, it was our offensive coordinator, Mike Krusek, played behind Terry Bradshaw way back in the day. Used to be the head coach of UCF. Wide receiver back in the day, Doug Gabriel. It was like, uh, he played in like 2002. Um, we had a guy play, uh, James Carpenter, used to play for like the Seahawks, the Falcons, and the Jets. Has a Super Bowl ring with Russell Wilson. But there's one guy on our team, and I bet you already know who I'm going to say. He goes by the name of Adrian Killens. And now I've been thinking about for a minute now, should I? Giovanni and Kona challenged Mr. Adrian Killens to a race. <laughs> His face goes. <laughs> Should I? Now here's the thing. I could. And I, I know what y'all are going to say. I, I know I'm going to get smoked, but I just want to see how close I can get. Because that boy was a speedster back in the day. Now I'm pretty fast too, and... This boy, and we we all know, I mean, if you go on our Instagram, you can see the, the need for speed that I have. I just want to see how close I can get. And if I'm if he dusts me and he blows me away, then fine, but at least I tried. So anyways, I just wanted to throw that plug out there. <laughs> I thought you were talking about something else, but I didn't know you were going to go there. Yeah. I don't know. I've just been thinking about it for a while now. I'm like, should I, should I challenge Adrian Killens to a race? That's news to me. I didn't know that. <laughs> I thought I told you that. No. I've told a lot of people that. <laughs> not me. <laughs> I, would, I would not told you, the podcast partner. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, that was one of my favorite players watching, too. I didn't know that. That was one of your favorite players? Yeah, because he was really fast. <laughs> See, I didn't know that. I had no idea. I thought you were going to say that. I thought you were going in a different direction. I thought you were going to tell the people about your football journey. Oh. What were you been working on behind the scenes? Oh, no, 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 no. I can't, I can't share that yet. I can't make that. I, I, that's why I said that. I was like, oh, I didn't know. <laughs> well, but I, I've told people. It's just I don't want to mm, tell people on the pod. Because <laughs> what do you know? This video... I also thought when you were touching your head that you were going to like oh, talk about your hair. Oh, oh. And I was just like, Okay. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Get the people to vote on your next hairstyle. Be low key. If this video gets... <laughs> no. He will get... <laughs> I'm going to shave it. I'm going to have him shave it like, like he did with Blake. Oh, Shout wow. out Blake Conkley. <laughs> Before he was a guest a few episodes. Oh, it was his birthday yesterday, actually. Yes, it was. I actually do need to do something to my hair, though, because this is, like, not coiling. That was random. See, I don't have... I really... I don't know. Sometimes, I. It's like, mm, like, you have straight hair. It's easy for you. Yeah, and it get, when it gets long, it curls, too. So it's just all over the place. See, for me, I haven't touched my hair in, like, a inches. while, either. Seriously? Yeah, the last time I cut top of my head was... Oh, I thought you meant, like, washed it. Oh, no. <laughs> Come on. You have... That's essential. You have to wash your hair. But I'm saying, <laughs> the last time I cut top of my head was before we went on that... Uh, internship trip. Mm. When I had that, I buzzed it all off. You didn't buzz it all off. Well, majority. That of was it, it was long. That time. was like June last year. Don't ask me why I remember that. I was very specific. Right on the dot. Actually, no. Yeah, that, that's when it happened. Yeah. The internship was in August. Yeah. Well, the sticker was on this thing the entire time. Anyways, thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode. We'll be back 
next week more upcoming for the basketball season i actually don't really know much about basketball but i'm super excited because this guy does and i am passionate about ucf basketball so stay tuned um stay tuned on the social media pages as well we'll be posting a lot more new stuff yep. try to get you guys more involved because ultimately this is us engaging with you guys and you know growing a community together and just talking about ucf sports um but yeah we'll be leaving uh different videos some possible trivia videos prizes to give away as well so you want to stay tuned turn on notifications things of that nature and yeah thank you guys for all the support without further ado peace